at the Sydney Cricket Ground. What a shot under pressure. This is where goal. The best kind of goal. What a legend. What a champion. Welcome to Maybe Daily. Hey there. Hey there. Let's get stuck into it, mate. Let's get stuck into it. It's been a while. <laughs> We're sponsored by Mint Sports, mintsports.com.au. And guess Aren't what, mate? Good. Yes. Fresh new website up and running. Time to get oh, on board. Get on it. It is on. So get, get on over favorites. to mintsports.com.au. Bookmark it. Bookmark it next to Pornhub. Have you got anything bookmarked? Who bookmarks? Work-wise, I do. Heaps of bookmarks. Do you? Heaps. Lots of work timesheets. You wear your fucking... Oh, yeah. yeah, find Sexy. your work, find your procedures. Yeah, prayer, yeah. Uh-huh. Where you find yeah. your juice and your balls from the bookmarks. That's right. But, oh, God. I always... The things I used to look up on my work laptop... Oh, dude. And someone's like, hey, do you know they've got all that recorded? And it's like me typing in... Yeah, not cool. Like, boom, boom, slang in prison. And, like... The images that come up. <laughs> wow. Real Mate, friend of the wow. pod, Timmy Ripper, back in the day, friend sent the uh, an email to a group of us. He'd just got a new job in real estate. And he said, hey, here's my new email address. If you need me, this, this is a place to go to. But nothing rude, nothing crude, nothing lewd. This is serious <laughs> stuff. I'm here to rip people off and sell houses. So I was like, beauty. Yeah. Obviously, I'm just going to send the rudest thing I can. So I get a massive cock image and just want to send that. <laughs> and then I'm at work myself sure. on the nation's favourite game show, Deal or No Deal, in the office, mm. open plan. <laughs> and I'm scouring through which image to put on, go to send it, and then go, you know what, little crisis of confidence, little ethical issue. Should I send this? I don't know if I should send this. What am I doing? And I think I'm going to take five, <laughs> go have a cup of tea and think sure. about it. Is this sure. joke worthwhile or is he going to get fired? Sure. I'm up at the back of the tea and biscuit scenario. I'm making it. I'm squeezing the tea bag out. And I think, you know what? Fair detail. Don't do it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's taken, yeah, lots of detail because it took that long. It took, you know, 30 minutes. Right. And then right. I look up and realise I've had that image that I've now decided not to send him because it might be dodgy at his work on my screen for about 20 to 30 minutes. Open plan in front of everyone. I'm like, nah, you know what? You're bigger than this. Don't send that to him because that could really scupper his work relations. Cheers. Huge, huge. And I'd settled on the most defective flaccid cock ever as well. It was a real doozy. Nothing sexual, just perverted. Didn't stick around too long at that job. Anyway, we are also sponsored this week. Speaking of perverts, looking for a segue. Speaking of perverts, looking for a segue. Yeah, speaking of big cocks, we're sponsored by The Big Show. We're sponsored by Big Show's Knocked Out Nocturnal Golf Carts. Come on down to Big Show's Knocked Out Nocturnal Golf Carts for all your Big Show Knocked Out Nocturnal Golf Cart needs. Let us pray, Mace. Yeah, let's pray. Let us pray. Mm -hmm. Let us pray that in future we all thank Eddie Jones for eating shit because in years to come we're surely dining out on wallaby caviar. Let us pray that Jensen Babbling Brooksby turns his blower on when expecting a career-defining call. And let us pray that the triumvirate Sam Newman, Chicken Nixon, Warwick, Wiz Kappa three-way bout is held at an open-air fight to the death at the MCG. Imbeciles. It's going to be an interesting episode. In the name of. In the name of. Sharks FOMO. FOMO. Well, that was good. Boom Boom Boom's parole officer. Lights out. Chicken Chicken Nixon's Nixon's face cream. cream. I just want cream for my face. And. And Kitty. Kitty. Okay, all should become more apparent and less vague afterwards. Ah, uh, uh, pen. pen. 
Oh, Mastodon, it's wow. been a while, mate. I got the shivers after that prayer. <laughs> a lot of creeps in that prayer. <laughs> a lot of creeps. A lot of creeps. We're all now like accomplices through prayer. Anything to confess? Yeah. I think I'm guilty. Mate, a week's a long time in sport. It's an eternity in life. Mm-hmm. We've sort of been jumping around. We had the mm. baseball episode. We lost a oh. pod in the ether somewhere. So we it's did. been a while. So it's a bit of yeah. a catch-up pod. It could get loose. It is. How's your life been? I've been watching uh, documentaries about people who are married to objects. That's as well as it's going. (laughs) (laughs) I did not see that coming. I did not see that coming. One of the great things I've been doing also to you is that you're always like, "Uh, can you do a pod this something like, mate, Flat out, no time. Too, too busy. busy. And then I'm like... So busy. What can I talk about with Sonny? Cheers. Well, so much time watching these fucking documentaries. Yeah, no, you don't cut away for a chat with me at all, mate. As long as these inanimate objects and their amorous partners are taken care of, I'm happy. What are we talking? Like some chick mate. loves a, like a chunk of sediment, like a rock. Well, one of the dockers is called Married rock. to the... <laughs> Do you need a piss, mate? Fuck, it's going to kill me, man. Should we talk about this? We need to talk about this. We ne- do we talk about my speech impediment? We need to talk about it. We need to talk about no, it. we don't, do we? Fairfield slang accent. Pigeon language. <laughs> I honestly don't know if we do talk about this because on the off chance that no one else... Because I notice it because... Nah, I reckon everyone notices it. It's one of those things. Ah. Uh, one of those things. Is that guy... So I, I'm a bit vulnerable <laughs> on this because I edit it, obviously, this... So I have to hear my own voice, which I hate. But I didn't realise I had a speech impediment until we started doing this podcast nearly a year ago, nearly a year ago to the month. And, yeah, the CK, Clark, 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 rubber, Clark, rubber. Yeah, what's going on back there? Like, you know the term, back teeth are floating when you need to do a wee. Yeah, maybe I just always have to take a piss the whole time I've recorded <laughs> <laughs> my back teeth are floating. That's what my impediment is. Every time I hear it now, I'm going to be like, you need a break? You want a break? Oh, take a piss, mate. Take a piss, yeah. You used to take the piss, and now you need to take a piss. Oh, fuck. The old back teeth are floating. It's not It's not good. I don't know what's happening, but... When you drop a fucking, fucking... Oh, mate. Mate, you are, you are West Sydney Wanderer fan number one. Till I die. It scares the shit out of me. So the other day, <laughs> I had a nasal hair on the outside of my nose. This one's a getting black weird. hair. This one's getting weird. <laughs> oh, big time. <laughs> on the outside, right? Yeah. On the exterior. And I, oh. it was one of those things I was like, okay, pretty sure I saw my face yesterday and that wasn't there. And now it's seemingly you could bungee jump off it to my chin. What the Where fuck? Where has this come from? What the fuck is that? What the fuck? What the fuck? I'm not happy about this conversation at all. What the fuck is this black hair? My my (laughs) point is, my point is, that's now there for life. I used to be a hunk. I used to be a hunk. (laughs) Stop it. You're killing me. This is not good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how long have you been waiting to talk about this, you freak? It's been on my my mind for fucking ages, man. Ages, (laughs) man. Dying for this, dying. Oh shit! Got so lucky, got so lucky when I first heard it. What's tough as well is that I realise I also say, "Oh my god!" And if I throw in an "Oh my god," heaven forbid, Stuart Clark comes out of retirement and does something dodgy because I'll be like, "Oh my god, oh Clark!" My god. And oh my god, game over. It's the Portuguese coming out now. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> it really Maybe it's coming the Portuguese out. Up. Who knows? Oh, look at that! Not bad. Show me the size of this can. Fuck, not bad. Two, two seconds in, not bad. Good choice. But my point about the nasal sure, hair is that, like, sure. that's for life now. That's only going to get worse. So I have to stay vigilant. A bit like a runaway eyebrow over your head and all those things. <laughs> you need to stay vigilant. <laughs> runaway eyebrow. You wake up and you're like, oh, that guy tried to escape over the top of my forehead. <laughs> awesome. Get back in there, cut him off, do what you got to do. But if you're not vigilant or you don't have a partner or someone who goes, hey, mate, don't leave the house looking like that. Yes. It's game over. So now this speech impediment that I never realised I had, it's not going to subside. It's not going to recede. It's not going to go anywhere. Mm. <laughs> it's 
cooked. <laughs> Mate, it is cooked. Funny about runaway eyebrows. I went to the hairdresser not long ago, and the guy said, bit off the eyebrows, bit off the eyebrows. And I went, yeah, okay, like something. He shaved them off. <laughs> Mate, I look like Sid Barrett on his he last legs. Mate, did I did not. He did not. Uncle Leo. I look like Sid Barrett when he came back and saw all the boys after he lost his mind. That was the look I had. Oh, my God. What's happened to Mace? What are you talking about? He shaved them off. He goes, a little bit off, a little bit off. I went, yeah, no worries. And then he went, meow, meow. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Even him up. Oh. I was like, what the fuck? He shaved my eyebrows off. And I did that thing. <laughs> Classic hairdresser thing, looks good. You nod your head and go, yeah, it's good. Looks good. Well, the thing is, he wouldn't have known if you were shocked. (laughs) (laughs) How do you show it? Is that good, mate? You're just stunned, raised eyebrows. What's going on? He's like, oh, you got a few frown marks. No, no. Evolutionary way to stop sweat getting into my eyes. And they're raised with intrigue. What have you done? Oh, my God. The explosion singed off his eyebrows, mustache, everything. He's all smooth now. Looks like a seal. My eyebrow is going to grow back. So how's your week and month been, mate? You're watching docos on inanimate objects. Fucking Yeah, love stories about inanimate objects. The best doco I saw... (laughs) You're too busy to record. (laughs) Just, hey, opening the curtain. This is, I guess, midnight (laughs) record we're going to be doing here. Uh, Sorry to cut you away from, you know... Guys proposing to lampposts. Oh, mate, it's classic. Mel's always like, what are you looking at? I'm like, I'm just doing the monthly budget. Cheers. Watching a doco called Married to the Eiffel Tower. (laughs) This documentary explores the world of three women who are sexually and emotionally attracted to objects. These so-called objectum sexuals shy away from contact with other humans in favour of structures large and small. Naisho, an American woman, has been lovingly connected with the Golden Gate Bridge. <coughs> has a fence for a lover in her bedroom. Used to be in love with an archery bow. <laughs> and now is officially married to the Eiffel Tower. I mean... Okay, hang on. Slow down. Whoa, slow down. whoa, whoa. Has a fence in her bedroom, would you say? Has a fence for a lover in her bedroom. Like a gate, like an actual fence. Actual fence. Like just comes in late at night. Okay. Says, Nasha, are you awake? Yep. You awake? Yeah, right. I throw one of my slats Are you a weirdo? <laughs> now, don't sit on the fence when you answer this. Oh, you are sitting on the fence and you're gyrating vigorously. You are a weirdo. And you said officially married to the Eiffel Tower? Officially married to the Eiffel Tower. Prenup? Prenup? Does she get anything else? <laughs> Does she get the tourism revenue? Who would marry the French? Disgusting. He's got to cheat on you for sure. Very sleazy. Absolutely. Eiffel Tower's <laughs> cheating on you for sure. <laughs> Baby, I didn't know Zams. They just wanted to climb me. What can I do? <laughs> Fuck you, Eiffel Tower, you sleazy bastard. Together with Naja and the documentary crew, a Swedish woman introduces us to some of her lovers. Uh-huh. A guillotine and a fence. A guillotine is someone that she's dating. Hang on, another fence? Another fence. Another fence. Fences are huge. So, not to be too punny here, but sure. is the fence the gateway to becoming <laughs> attracted to a, an inanimate object? Is that what she does when she saw this fence? She just went, dream weaver, and just like haloed around this fence. No, she actually is in love with a dream weaver. Like, it's a physical <laughs> dream catcher. How long are these docos? How many hours have you told me you've been busy and you are watching this shit? 45 minutes, and another American woman gives us an insight to her three greatest lovers in this world. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Is there a fence? Because this fence is really throwing it around like an old slipper. Or is it an old slipper? <laughs> a carnival fun ride, a church fence. No! The fence is a gateway to an animal lust. It is. It is. And the Empire State Building in New York. Oh, another building. So, okay, hang on. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. So the fence... Is the common thread, right? Right. Everyone in this series has been attracted, for better or worse, like I'm not going to yuck someone else's yum, that's what they're into, go for it. (laughs) They are in love and lust with inanimate objects, whatever. Not too sure how the proposal works, hard to be rebuked. But let me break it all down for you. (laughs) 
let me break this down for you. It all began with a fence. It did. And then that became a bit boring, bit passe. Sure. Bit, uh, front door, back door. <laughs> bit boring. Let's go Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Let's go Empire State Building. But hang on a minute. Sure. Empire State Building... Okay, I get that. That's the big structure. Fence. Right. I get that. But it was a church fence. Yes. So that's like a rebellious sexual <laughs> so move. Specific. And then the, the gateway in between was a carnival fun ride. That's where she's really exploring herself. <laughs> Love this. And then just wants the stability and structure. This is a this is an actual relationship. It oh, really is. The girl is. next door, the boy next door. I want the gate. And then I want oh. to explore myself sexually. Let's go to the carnival fun ride. And then I want stability and structure. Let's go the Eiffel Let's Tower. Let's go the Eiffel Tower Empire, Empire State, State Building. Building. One of the great things about this doco is like uh-huh. there is no... <laughs> <laughs> How did you stumble across this? What are you Googling? What are you just sitting down of an evening going, ah, oh, you know what? It's been a big day. Uh, Mel's really battled with two young kids. I'm trying to do my best to be the breadwinner here along with her. Fuck, I wonder if anyone's ever fucked a fence. Like, what are you Googling? I don't know. And the other thing I looked at was there's a town in America called Intercourse, which I thought was hilarious too. Oh, yeah. I always enter it a bit early. I go in and out of it, in and out of it, and yeah. They're not happy with the way I exit. So I've been good, mate. So you've been busy. So you've been busy. Yeah, okay. Well, let's get into some sport. Oh, man, dig that crazy chick. Sports, sports. Sports, sports. Sports, sports. Sports, sports. Sports, sports. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the sports headlines. We like sports, sports. Oh, yeah. Let's get into rugby union, mate. Rugby. Yep. Oh, hang on. You know what? I think it's time we might mix that up. Sure. Because there is nothing to applaud in Australian rugby union. Sure. Do we do 10 seconds of Eddie Jones ribbits? Do we do 10 seconds of turd noises? <laughs> there is nothing to applaud in Australian rugby at the moment. You do ri- ribbits and I'll do the sound of someone having a shit. You ready? Yep. Ribbit. 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 Rugby ribbit. Perfect. And the World Cup's over, mate. It's been run and won. The Saffirs go back to back, defeating the All Blacks by a single point in the big one, 12 to 11. The Wallabies put on one of the biggest sporting disgraces this great land has ever been forced to witness. And Eddie Jones, the amphibian super coach, quote, eats shit, according to him, for Australia. (laughs) Just quietly, he's got the most condescending mate in the business. mate. Mate? Uh, well, I did want to go on, mate. Coaching a team's a bit like being in a marriage, mate. You need commitment from both sides. The unity of our of our project is not in the place it needs to be, mate. Well, sometimes you go in the bank and you blow it up, mate, but you don't come out with the money. As we said at the start, we're going to do a smash and grab. So we got the smash, we didn't get the grab, though, mate. Oh, I don't know, mate. Well, I've never had a job offer from Japan, mate. He has done serious damage to his reputation. I mean, anyone who's followed rugby knows he is a super coach, he's a gun, and we kind of defended his appointment. He's been dismal, beyond dismal. Can I? Can you give me the quote in full of what he said, the eat shit quote? It is just nonsensical. Okay. No idea what he's on about. Sometimes, mate. <laughs> he says, sometimes you have to eat shit for others to eat caviar further down the track. Is that how it works, is it? Lovely caviar. How'd you get it? Oh, mate, may say it's some shit for me. Okay. Didn't know it was tit for tat. Shit for fish eggs, is it? He continues. <laughs> he says it like it's a saying. Why the chicken cross the road? Oh, someone ate some shit, so you can have some caviar. No, never heard it. Never heard it. <laughs> never no heard one wanted it you ever. to give us caviar. We wanted you to coach a rugby team. Putrid. <laughs> 
He continues. Yeah. And by the way, this first part of the quote, never mentioned again. Just throws it out there. Quote, <laughs> I'm not a highly religious person, but you've always got a job to do somewhere and sometimes you've got to eat a bit of shit for the people to eat a nice buffet a few years later. And maybe I've had to eat a bit of shit to do it. You know? <laughs> right. It reminds me of the... Team America dicks, pussies, and assholes speech as he's sitting at the bar. 100%. Dejected. Making no sense. Like, it's just, what is he talking about? I'm not a highly religious person. Okay. <laughs> Big what, deal. the religion of shit and caviar? What are you talking about? And he goes off caviar. But you've always got a job to do somewhere. Yeah, in Japan, where you were taking offers <laughs> mid-tournament. And sometimes you've got to eat a bit of shit for the people to eat the nice buffet a few years later. Okay. What are you talking... A buffet of caviar, is it? As the buffet going, yeah, it's just all caviar. Okay. Uh, imagine the poor deaf people watching the sign language person in the corner. Never clue what's going on. Shit, sa- salmon... What's the sign for caviar? <laughs> just a fish with a turd at the bottom. But you know what? A fish with a turd out the bottom would be the sign for Eddie Jones while he speaks. Just an amphibian <laughs> dribbling shit. He also said in that press conference sure. he definitely wanted to coach Australia to the next World Cup. When asked about that, he said, That's the intention, mate, Ribbit. But as you know, we play in a game where the coach doesn't get to decide how long he stays. Less than a week later, the coach decided he was no longer going to stay. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Can I run you through Eddie Jones' reign, Supercoach? Please. 22% win rate, that's two out of nine. Zero wins against Tier 1 opposition, as in anyone that we should be beating. Ribbit. That's the first time that's happened since 1995, Ribbit. Ribbit. Has conceded on average 30 points per game. That's the most in a calendar year ever, Ribbit. (laughs) Knows how to set up a leadership team. The Wallabies have had six captains under his nine tests. Fuck me, dead. Ribbit. <laughs> Last place in the rugby championship for the first time ever. Ribbit. Largest loss to South Africa since 2008. Ribbit. Ribbit. Only two wins he's ever had were against Portugal <laughs> and Georgia. Ribbit. Oh Angry about this, face. Angry. Right. I grew up with the Wallabies just... Sun in the east, down in the west, Wallabies win. Eelsy, we're golden. This is beyond Nadir. This is underground. The aura has left the building, my friend, with this team. There was an absolute glow to this team for years. Gonskis. An ego, an arrogance, a pride, and that is completely gone. One of the best winning percentages of any Australian team. Completely gone. Down the frog dunny. So stuff the ribbit, man. Let's move on. Let's move on to a really successful Australian team now and to netball where the Diamonds win the Constellation Cup and that goes along with their clean sweep of the South African series. It also goes along with their victory in the Quad Series against all four and they are World Cup winners. And guess what, Mace? They are still unpaid. Unbelievable. How is... This is one of the... It's a scandal. ...craziest things I've ever heard. Unpaid. It's a disgrace. What is the deal? What is happening there? Ribbit, ribbit, ribbit. <laughs> is Eddie Jones in charge? They're definitely not going to caviar there. <laughs> definitely not. There's not enough caviar. I'm getting paid. He beats me. Straight up. Pay him. Pay that man his money. <laughs> to golf. Oh. No. Nudist. <laughs> I'm hard. Shark Watch, mate, and Shark Watch finally came back to life this month. Oh my lord! The shark has spoken. They're treating me well, Shark. Wow. Is shock horror making it all about him? Yeah. He says, "Quote: All indications are showing that the position of live has never been stronger." And the success of our players and our brand has never been in a better place. <laughs> okay, Shark. 
Liv's been around for a nanosecond and the organisers went behind your nude back to join with the PGA. So <laughs> using the term hour is a bit weird and saying you've never been stronger is, you know, my daughter's never been stronger because she's three. It's incremental by the day. Fucking hell. He continued though. Good to hear from the shark. Great isn't it? Good to, hear to hear from, from the, the shark. shark. Stripping it back. The naked truth. Give me the naked truth. Stop the naked truth from the shark. <laughs> he continues, quote, Yeah. I know personally, good that he's not speaking on behalf of others. I like that. I know personally, I love personally. <laughs> that one would hurt you so much. That would hurt you so much. Anytime anyone says personally. Well, personally. Oh, really? <laughs> I was assuming you were speaking on behalf of someone I've never met or asked a question to. Hey, Mace, uh, how's your week been? Well, for me, personally, it's been great. Really? Has it been for someone else? Not what I asked. Anyway, Shark, I know personally mm. Mm, I'm mm. speaking to numerous players who want to come to the live. Mm. Our next couple of months are probably going to be my most exciting time. Yeah, pretty exciting because you don't know if you hold any relevance, Cobber. He continues, I'm definitely seeing a lot of FOMO out there. He didn't drop FOMO, did he? He did not. He did. He dropped FOMO. Nude, fucking skinless old man. How fucking dare you? Skinless? I don't know, just something about his skin. Is that how nude he is now? He's skinless. I feel like you could take it off like it zips up somewhere up his back. Take that skin off. Like a skin suit. Is that why he's called the shark? It's actually shark skin. It's actual shark skin. He's got gills. As if he says FOMO. He's picked that up while he's been hostage, for sure. You know what was great? Like the article that I was reading had the quote, I'm definitely seeing a lot of FOMO, brackets, fear of missing out, close brackets, out there. Oh, thanks for the clarification. <laughs> Idgaff. Wondering who FOMO was. Hey, FOMO, Idgaf. Hey, on that, <laughs> yeah. on that, musing. Hit me. Sonny's Musings. Brain Dome Activity. The article said FOMO, brackets, fear of missing out, close brackets. When are we going to stop seeing... In articles, they refer to X and then put the explainer of brackets afterwards, formerly Twitter. We know what it is. <laughs> Every single fucking article uh, quoted on X, formerly Twitter. Okay. Two things. One, we know what it is. The other one, horrible branding. Oh, fuck. Elon. Horrible. Horrible. If you have to continually tell people what it used to be, no good. No good. Facebook, formerly MySpace? Like, what are we doing? Qantas, formerly Anset? Yeah, when does that end? When does that end? When is there a turning point where we just call it X? When is the turning point where we stop saying formerly Twitter? When can we ditch the explainer? We know it, guys. Is Yusuf Islam still formerly known as Cat Stevens? Or is he known as Yusuf? He's the artist cat. formerly known as the symbol. <laughs> it's just a symbol of a cat. <laughs> Called Stevens. Brain Dome Activity. To cricket now, Mace. Oh, yep. And the Cricket World Cup is heating up. It's mirroring 1999, to be honest with you. Poor oh. start. Probably like beat the Sappers in the semi and then Love maybe it. lose to India in the final. The Poms are shocking at the moment, which is oh, great. Brilliant. Thankfully, we got over the line against the Poms. I did like Dave Warner's quote after the last couple of games where he's been making a lot of runs. Hasn't he? Where he said, that's what I do. I make everyone look stupid. <laughs> the richest dark chocolate. Do you, Dave? Do you, OLED? Do you? No mean feat from the man once described by his brother as the nation's, quote, escape goat. <laughs> also, turning up against the red ball in England would have made a lot of people oh, look stupid. Oh, wouldn't it? Yeah, your comments just make you look stupid. Not cool. He has been playing well, though. Never been bad with the white ball. Sure. Alyssa Healy has surgery mm. to her index finger after a, quote, domestic accident at home. Interesting. Who's writing this shit? <laughs> Dead set. 
Classic Cricket Australia, thinking and acting like the Gestapo. Uh, tell them you had a domestic incident at home. Makes it more suspicious. It's not only vague, it's tautologically counterproductive. Domestic and at home. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we got to the bottom of this pretty quickly. Her sure. dogs were having a bit of a tiff and she copped a bite while splitting them up. Ouch. Don't come out and just say that. Make it really vague and go domestic <laughs> incident at home. That sounds like someone absconding in a north northeasterly direction after bashing really? their wife or something. Absolutely it sounds horrible. Does. Domestic incident at home. Reeks of murder. Or like when my old greyhound uh, mushy bit me. Oh, friend Three of the different times. Fuck. I didn't rock up at work the next day and go, oh, I just had a domestic incident at home. <laughs> no, nah, mate. Kind of wish you did. I would have been in tears. <laughs> I was blind and I got a bit too close to his cags. <laughs> he nipped me. But that wasn't the biggest injury news of the last few weeks, mate. Glenn, the big show, Maxwell, he missed that England encounter. He concussed himself oh. in, yeah, you guessed it, sports fans, a golf cart crash. A domestic golf cart incident. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at home. An international non-domestic. That would have been awesome. Oh, I know, just in the like, backyard. Holy shit. Well, that's his last injury. He missed out on a bloody potential baggy green again in India because at Christmas he did his leg. Oh, dead set. Pretty significantly playing beer pong on the tennis court at Christmas. <laughs> So that was a domestic incident at home. This one, international incident away from home. Yeah, he's concussed himself in a golf cart crash, mate. At night. Why are they in a golf cart at night? You're not playing golf, my friend. <laughs> well, here's the thing. So it is a dry area, so I don't think they're on the pots, right? There's a lot of rumours and scuttlebutt about sure. saying, are oh, they sure. blind? They played 36 holes, apparently, in something they call the Jesse Ryder Cup. I don't know sure. if you remember Jesse Ryder. He was a portly New Zealand cricketer. And they thought, oh, we'll make a Ryder Cup golf thing. Right. And they play that tournament. 36 holes is a big day. That's a lot. In the Indian heat. That is day a off. lot. Holy shit. 18's a lot. They did 36 and lights were out. Yeah, okay. 300 metres from sure. the clubhouse to the rooms. Let's all hop on the, on the cart, all sure. the rest of it. Stop playing 36 holes of golf, guys. Oh, my God. I kind of love it. Yeah, I know what because you mean. Because it's Maxwell. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I kind of, like, this is a bloke who takes on reverse hook shots. Yeah. Just go for it, champ. You want to knock Just yourself go. out in the back of a <laughs> golf cart? Go for it. <laughs> Just be back for the finals and whack 60 off 20. I'm all for it. It couldn't be more on brand for Glenn Maxwell. Getting concussed is awesome. One of the weirdest feelings of your life, being concussed. Holy fucking shit. Have you been concussed? I've been concussed. I've been kneed in the head. Playing Jack of the Pack at school. Excuse me? Just a flying knee out of nowhere. Jack of the Pack kicking the footy back and forth and just trying to take speckies with 30 of you at each end. Is that what you guys called it? Jack of the Pack? Jack of the Pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was no great. It was the greatest part of school. And I got kneed in the head and I remember coming to it. That explains a lot. And I was outside the school near the freeway looking for the medical room. <laughs> I'll never forget it. I was like, whoa, so this is what concussed It sounds is. like you did forget it. What are you talking about? You had footage missing between those moments. I got need and went, oh, that fucking killed. And then I was like, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. Yeah, three weeks later, you're in hospital. Started walking and I was on the, the M1. I was just like, how did I get here? So I finally came to it, went to the nurse's room and finally got myself sorted. And she's like, yeah, you've been concussed, mate. Did you go to the Jack of the Pack ward? Was there a whole ward of people? <laughs> I've done my shoulder. Was it someone's knee? No, I've done my finger. I took a hanger. It's just constant Jack of the Packwood. We've got another one. We've got another one of the Jack of the Packwood. Mate, no, the best thing was there was always a guy eating like hot food, not playing, but standing in the middle of the packs. Like just standing there, not nonchalant, not caring, like talking to everyone. So the chips and dimmies go everywhere when you take a hanger? <laughs> yeah, there's always one guy and he's like, oh, come on. Is that the version of like in an old school car chase where it's like the pain glass goes across the road with the big carts of like watermelons and live chickens? <laughs> what are you standing here for, mate? We're playing always. Jack in the back. Hey, guys, the big show here. Come and see me at 129 Injury Prone A Drive, East Keylor, for all your golf cart needs. Knockout prices for you and your friends. <laughs> I'll smash any competitor prices. You know me, that's what I do. Tonk away. Our opening hours are 9pm to 6am for all you late night movers and shakers. Oh, 
And while you're here, have a listen and have a gaze with your ears at this awesome tune I wrote about golf carts. Enjoy. See you soon. You want to play golf? Let's go to the golf course. Let's have a lot of fun playing some golf. But you don't want to walk. It's a big, big golf course. I got an idea. Let's use a golf cart. It's a golf cart. So much fun. You don't have to walk. Don't have to carry your heavy golf clubs. Oh, yeah. Riding in a golf cart. So much fun. Riding all around the golf course. Yeah, yeah, you drive to wherever the ball landed in. Then you get out and you swing in. Then you get back in your golf cart. Yeah, having lots of fun. Driving in the golf cart. It's even more fun than swinging the club. I get frustrated cause I'm bad in golf But then I feel so much better When I get to drive in my golf cart Riding in the golf cart So much fun Did you ever see that story that lady got concussed and she woke up and she had a Chinese accent? She was from like Brighton in England No, that wasn't concussed I don't oh, think that's concussed that? Because there is a <laughs> phenomena where people get in a coma. Right. And when they come out of the coma, there are parts of your brain in the hippocampus, I think, that... Like, I know what I'm talking about. What a drip. Favorito dog. What an asshole. Yeah, I, don't even... no, I believe it was the hippocampus. <laughs> no, so the language area and all the rest of it. Yeah. You get people who can play piano fluently. Incredible. That's happened. Incredible. You get someone speaking in a, a different language, not just an accent, but in a language. So, yeah, pretty wild. Mal would love me to be in a coma and come out and like be a better partner or something. That got a bit sad, didn't it? She'd probably love you not to come out of it. <laughs> I'd love to come out Seagal style. What's the Steven Seagal <laughs> flick? Hard to Kill. One of the great movies. Hard to Kill. He's in a coma. The nurse pervs on his wang, oh which is weird. Please wake up. Please so wake up. creepy. Creepy as. <laughs> the other thing is, he's got a goatee, a full-blown goatee. So they're not only shaving him in his months-long coma, <laughs> they're curating it. They're like, you know what? This guy wants the sinister wants Warwick the Todd. He ticked it. It's like when you tick your food, your lunch, what you want. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get the Nutri-Grain, hmm. uh, no allergies, and could I get the, can I get the Charlie Chaplin? I'm afraid we've only got the Hitler. Oh, give me the goatee. One of the shittest best movies of all time. But that English girl speaking in like, I can't believe I've got this voice now. It's just wow. No, but it's called FAS, mate. It's generally called FAS, F-A-S, I think. Okay. Foreign accent syndrome. I know it sounds like I'm making that up, but it's a disorder <laughs> that basically you change your native speech. Tongue. Maybe that's what happened to my C and K. <laughs> I've been in a coma. A coma. Came out as a Lebanese bloke from Fairfield. <laughs> I'm a big Marconi fan. You wouldn't believe it. I'm a big Marconi yeah, fan Marconi. now. Oh, I, just, I can't believe it. <laughs> John Doe, can you hear me? I know my words are getting through to you, and I don't care what the doctors say. I'm going to keep talking to you today... And tomorrow and the day after, till you respond. Besides, you've got so much to live for. Please wake up. Now, cricketers, though, mate, they've got to stop playing golf because Spirit of Cricket Bairstow broke his leg playing golf recently. Josh Inglis, who's over there at the moment in the World Cup, he broke his hand because he snapped a golf club in anger. Done. Yeah, oh, yeah. Do you remember wasn't on a golf course, but it was a golf cart of sorts. It was the Medivac card. This is going back a bit, probably 90s. But Brad Johnson, Bulldogs player, sure. was on the ground and got clipped by the Medivac golf cart and oh. did his Achilles. <gasps> Didn't do it, but like pop it, but it hit him on the Achilles and it actually ruined the last sort of year or two of his entire Incredible. career. Holy shit, I did not know that. Wow. Taking it to the forward line. Speaking of concussion, mate, Will sure. Pekovsky is oh, back playing big state Willie cricket. Big Willie style. Good luck to Will. 
please. He's only been concussed 11 times in the last four and a half years. I take it to the stumps. Is there a lot of talent with this kid? Can he play? Will Pukowski? Unbelievable cricketer. Sure. Unbelievable. We wouldn't be bothering if it weren't, and he wouldn't sure. be bothering. But sure. maybe pick another sport, mate. <laughs> like golf. He's been concussed 11 <laughs> times in five years. Imagine if he took up golf. How'd you go? Yeah, good, mate. We're going to need another caddy. Who's your caddy? Conor McGregor. Okay, stop getting concussed. He got knocked out pre-game mucking around with a volleyball and it hit him on the head. Fucking hell. A volleyball? Someone spiked it. Not even. Just a set. But he headbutted the volleyball. Done. He got concussed. I shouldn't laugh. It's fucking tragic, but it's all not tragic. It's sad. No, you should. No, I should laugh. Fuck it. Let's all laugh. He got concussed sliding his bat into the crease. The bat got stuck in the ground and he fell and planted his forehead onto the handle. Concussed. Oh, my God. Hey, mate, it's not for you. It's not going to happen, Big Will. It's not happening. (laughs) You got knocked the fuck out, man. Hey, before we get off cricket, mate. Sure. Collins Dictionary have entered the term basball. Into the dictionary. It's officially a word. Yeah, I'm not reading dictionaries anymore. Well, I never read one. You're done? Never again. That'll do it. That'll fucking do it. It's the end of that. Never again. In fairness, pretty good publicity from Collins. Like, when's the last time you heard of Collins Dictionary? That's a great point, actually. Okay. Collins, they're still a thing, are they? <laughs> they asked Marnus uh, Labashane about it, and he said, oh, man, quote, that is garbage, which is really nice, but it's also, I think they asked him if you've ever read a dictionary. So... <laughs> No good. Look up idiot in the dictionary. You know what you'll find? A picture of me? No. The definition of the word idiot, which you fucking are. To football, mate, and Andrew Spurs are top of the league. The Matildas oh. are dominating. They're going to make their way to the Olympics. Mary Fowler is the new Kerr God God Kerr. She's not just some chick that Nathan Cleary's dating. Kerr God God Kerr comes second in the Ballon d'Or. It's rigged. The A-League has begun. Does anyone care? <laughs> Hey, who's top of the A-League at the time of recording? Um, yeah. Fuck. Shit. Cock. No idea. City, baby. It's only three City. games in. <laughs> Wellington and MacArthur. No Holy big deal. Rubiales. Remember him? Oh. The sleaze merchant himself. Oh, I can't do the kissing sound. Ah, la, la, la. Rubiales has copped a three-year FIFA ban. Good luck to his mum not eating over the next three years. Enjoy your tapas. Jeez, you know you're dodgy when the woke folk at FIFA think you've overstepped the mark. Hey, Rubiales is going to fight for his right to party. He said (laughs) on social media, quote, I will go to the last resort to see that justice is done and that the truth shines through. Jeez. Which judge is he going to pash? We saw you pash her on live TV internationally, brother. You're done. <laughs> He's got one of those faces that now I can't unsee being a dirtbag <laughs> sleaze rat. You know, like when a pedo's on TV and you're like, oh, that guy, I could have oh, told you that. Like, and guess who? It's like, is your bloke a pedo? Yes. Brrr. Are you Bob? Game over. Like he looks so dirtbag. Every he time really I see him, does. like, oh, you're not a good person. You are not a good person. He looks covered in veggie oil all the time. Always shining. <laughs> he does. Constantly shining away at his predatorial behaviour. Shining away. Shining, shining away. away. Hey, speaking of FIFA and dodgy, mate, tautology, sure. I know, Australia has pulled out of its 2034 World Cup bid. The Saudis are now set to get that with ease. Of course they are. Fuck me dead. What's the point? You know, FIFA, strong on <laughs> unsolicited pashing once the entire world <laughs> rails against them for a year. Still utterly piss weak on human rights. Absolutely. It's kind of weird, though. Definitely not defending FIFA here, but it's kind of weird how we rail against things like live golf for the whole blood money backing, but simply sort of chunter at the fact that it's happening in the World Cup as well. Like, I guess the difference is that it's an individual responsibility. Golfers, you think, oh, you shouldn't do that, and and international players not going to say no to playing in a World Cup, but it's still pretty selective ethics, isn't it? Well, that's the problem with sport, isn't it? Because we're so obsessed with sport 
mm. is that we're crippled by the love of these sports mm. that we're always going to watch. It. Yeah, you rail against it, and then when the tournament starts, you're like, geez, I hope we do well. Fucking oath. Up hey, so 2030, mate. Mm. So the reason 2034 was going to go to Asia or somewhere is because FIFA alternate between Europe, South America, Europe, Asia. They try and keep that going. So 2030, ask Mace. Mm. Could you please all stand for the segment we call Ask Mace? Move your tail! Move your tail! You look like a girl out there. What's the matter with you? I feel like a Kentucky fried idiot. Not a poignant one, but Ask Mace, mm-hmm. where's the 2030 World Cup being held? Well, I know 2026 is in the US. And 2030 mm. is in... Interesting. No idea. No idea. Okay. It's a joint bid. 2030 World Cup is to be oh. held in Portugal and Spain. Awesome. Mm. And also Morocco. Pretty close. So that's nice. Sure. Africa can get Not a far. taste. Oh, and also, to celebrate the 100 years of World Cup history, there will be games in Argentina... Paraguay and Uruguay. Hang on. How what? How are people getting around? That's a great question. <laughs> Their home base advantage. <laughs> How's the carbon footprint? <laughs> As a World Cup going, mate, yeah, grouse. Uh, we're gonna go Morocco, Paraguay, <laughs> Portugal, back to Uruguay, Spain. Like dead set. Insane. Dennis Bergkamp would be stuffed. Oh, wouldn't he? So for anyone out there who doesn't know, Dennis Bergkamp, the Dutch player, he had to be drugged effectively to – he had to be put in a coma and have a goatee shaved in him. And he woke up with a Spanish accent. It was weird. He yeah, for the in Dutch. USA 94 on the flight. <laughs> hey, how's your flight anxiety going these days? Yeah, I've got a bit of the Bergkamps. I just lace myself with two bottles of white wine and enjoy the ride. Oh, that just make me horny, and everyone else really not enjoy the ride. Mate, white wine, absolute karate juice for me. Oh. I'm on it right now, and dead set, I'm about to dive through the screen and pasha. No good. How many frequent fly points will Daniel Garb have that World Cup? Jumping around and going back and forth. Always on his toes, Garby. Always on his tiptoes. Yeah, gig, Garby. Best gig in the business. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. You don't like tippy-toe? No tippy-toe. Mastodon, this is 1,000%, as the kids would say, going to have to be a two-parter because we dribbled a lot of garbage at the Big top. Time. That's not like us. <laughs> oh, Lord almighty. What have we uh, learned, mate? What have we learned? 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 Golf is an extremely dangerous sport, and it needs to be reviewed. You know, there needs to be an investigation into this. There needs to be an investigation into this. I mean, come on. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be, someone's got to be accountable for this. I've learned that the diamonds <laughs> still need to be paid, that Shark has FOMO, and X is formerly Twitter. <laughs> All right, mate, we're going to dive straight back later, but if anyone wants to get in touch with us, how can they? Uh, X, formerly known as Twitter, formerly known as Prince, find us at maybe underscore underscore daily. That's maybe underscore underscore daily or on Instagram at maybe underscore underscore daily. <laughs> That's maybe underscore underscore daily. I feel like you've underscore underscored a lot there. <laughs> you've kind of underlined the underscore. People are like, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? No, we're just typing in underscore until something happens. <laughs> All right, mate, until we meet again in about eight minutes' time when we continue this for a two-parter, I need you to know that I love you and I want you to stay mint. I love you. Stay fucking mint. As always, please. You said that like you meant it. I loved it. (laughs) I loved it.
There's nothing more alien looking than someone without eyebrows either. <laughs> weirdest it's looking the thing ever. It's the most alien looking shit ever. Weirdest shit ever. It's like, what has happened? Do I ever tell you about Scotty Windscreens O'Brien, good friend of the pod <laughs> over in England? He played cricket with us on a Sunday once. I rock up late. Right. There's a wicket. I run out to the huddle. He's there. And I look at him and go, what the fuck, Windscreens? <laughs> and he goes, mate, thank God you're here. No one here knows me and no one's mentioned anything. He's got no eyebrows. He looks complete conehead alien. <laughs> I go, what's going on? He goes, oh, I was at a house party last night. I passed out in the bath and I woke up with dicks all over my face, drawn on, <laughs> and no eyebrow. We play cricket all day, no eyebrows, hilarious. He has a cracker, gets seven for so he's on the tear. And it. he's starting a new job the next day. And he's like, mate, I've got a new gig. And I'm like, how are you going to go to a new job with no eyebrows and you're blind so he kept trying to call it quits no have another one have another one windscreens you'll be right raised eyebrows in intrigue cheers anyway speak to him during the week how'd you go he goes yeah great i decided when i got home about five in the morning i'll just draw them on oh genius I'll just draw the eyebrows on. i like it yeah that's the word i was looking for i like for. it so he gets the big biro out and he reckons oh, he went yeah. proper henna tattoo style yeah just did dots, like did it smart. You know, he didn't try and like plaster them on Uncle Leo style. Oh, no. So he's yeah. doing the dots. Nails it. Absolutely nails it. Reckon's symmetrical, perfect. <laughs> Would move when he moved. Perfect. Gets in, decides to own it. G'day, nice to meet you. How you going? Yeah, no, seeing that meeting. Awesome. Grouse. Yeah, no worries. I go, mate, how'd you go? He goes, mate, laughing. No one said anything. It was awesome. Gets to about 11, 11.30. Has to go to the dunny. Walks into the toilet, looks in the mirror. I go, oh, how'd it go? He goes, yeah, no good. <laughs> oh, windscreens. Uneven? What? Oh, too many flecks? Too many dots? What happened? Nah, mate, perfect. Symmetrical. Best eyebrows I've ever seen. Better than my original. <laughs> well, what was wrong? I'd used a blue pen. <laughs> He'd been walking around for three hours... With blue eyebrows, thinking he's king shit, going, no one's noticed anything. What a loony tune. Loony tune. In fairness to his colleagues and his boss, when he walked back out, they were all like, yeah, okay, mate, tell us what the hell happened on the weekend. Like, (laughs) what is going on with the blue eyebrows? (laughs) (laughs) On your windscreens. Friend of the pod. On your windscreens, shout out. Friend of the pod. You're watching docos on inanimate objects. Fucking hell. What the fuck? He shaved my eyebrows off.